I've got one question for you. Why'd you bring that up? Why'd you bring that up? Don't you believe that you yourself caused, brought on all these problems? You needed me. All I had was my physical and mental powers. Hi, I'm Will. Taylor. And we have one question for you. Why'd you bring that up? We're balls deep into November, so you know we're going to have some cool stuff to talk about. And if you listen to Friday's episode, you'll know we'll have even cooler things coming. But we're just going to get right into it this week. There's no birthdays today, but we missed Macho Man's birthday, so happy birthday to you. And we can't forget Miss Elizabeth tomorrow and the Bellas on Saturday. So oh, yeah. The Bellas are twins. They have the same birthday. Yeah, that would make sense, wouldn't it? How interesting. 28 years ago, WCW presented Class of Champions 21 from Macon, Georgia. Have you been listening to us for a while? Episode 8 of the main podcast, we talked about November to Remember 1995. And if you didn't know, it's a great time. Well, that pay-per-view was brought to us 15 years ago today. And shout out to our boy, Mikey Whipwreck. Yeah, 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 Mikey, my man. Uh, we haven't talked about you for a while, Mikey, but we still love you. I still love you with your red hair, especially. Hope you're doing well. Uh, I know we talked about Kratom back in the day, so uh, hope that's working for you if you tried it. If hey, not, dude. Let me say, I know that we've done a lot of Mikey Whipwreck stuff in this, but his dragon shirts were next level legit. Then why haven't you bought any yet? Because I cannot fucking find them. You're not no looking hard enough. dragon shirts are as cool as his fucking dragon shirts. He has these like cool ass blue dragon shirts all the time. I don't know where he gets them. Maybe I should hit him up on Twitter and be like, yo, Mike, where do I get a shirt like you? What's stopping you? Oh, man. I don't know. I just feel like he'll laugh at me. No, he won't. He, he's actually really like the most responsive celebrity I've ever talked to. Yeah, he talks to me all the time. Not really, but <laughs> he talks to me all the time. Yes, but you asked me how my son was. Yeah, me and Mikey are boys, obviously. So uh, stop hating Taylor. Hating. It's Survivor Series time, though. Like we just mentioned, so you know we're going to talk about him. Nineteen years ago, Survivor Series 2001 was presented from Greensboro Coliseum in North Carolina, and we're going to be talking about that next week on the main podcast. That's not the only Survivor Series, though, that took place on this day. Survivor Series 2007 took place in Miami, Florida. The main event would feature a Hell in a Cell match for the World Heavyweight Championship with Undertaker and Batista. Who won? Batista. Boo. <laughs> you seem so excited about that. Well, I don't really like the God's Mac tattoo like that. This is wrestling related, but not so much, I guess. Ten years ago today, Ric Flair beat the shit out of Hulk Hogan in Australia during a press conference for a tour Hulk was doing. Is that real? Yes, sir. Why do you think I just said it? What? How, how'd that happen? How'd that come about? You'll have to read the stories now, won't you? Fudge. See, this is what this podcast does. It just brings you in. So then maybe you'll hope we'll talk about it on the main podcast. I always find those uh, beef podcasts to be very interesting. I do enjoy them. Nine years ago, Ring of Honor presented Survival of the Fittest Eleven in Dayton, Ohio. That featured a bunch of familiar names, including half of Undisputed Era, Sami Zayn, and Shelton Benjamin. Thought we were done with Survivor Series? Well, you're wrong. Survivor Series 2012 took place in Indianapolis, Indiana, that had CM Punk retain the WWE Championship in a triple threat with Ryback and John Cena to close the show. Were Ryback's you there, Taylor? a whole-ass man. Were you there? No, I wasn't there. Why not? I don't know. I was probably just trying to become like Ryback. Oh, okay. You were just hitting the weights? Yeah. Seven years ago, Biggie Langston defeated Curtis Axel in Nashville to win the Intercontinental Championship on an episode of Raw. Bet you didn't know about that. Who the fuck is Curtis Axel? He is Mr. Perfect Son. Really? Yes. Did he suck? He wasn't great. 
But he came out with Paul Heyman. He was a Paul Heyman guy. Is he big? He looks like a normal ass dude. You remember the B team? No. Well, we don't have much more to talk about as far as history goes, at least as far as my research has provided. So let's go ahead and bring it up, Taylor. We talk about him being the bad gimmick wrestler of the week on the Friday episode. But I do want to talk a little bit more about the Sergeant Slaughter gimmick again for this too. Like we mentioned on Friday, Sergeant Slaughter was kind of like a hero to a lot of people. And then they switch him up and have him, you know, go with the Iraqis and totally get all the heat in all the wrong ways. You know what I think is weird? I have a friend, a a bunch of friends that are in the Marines. And they're casual wrestling guys. Like they watch like some old stuff like me. You know what I mean? I'm not super in-depth and probably they don't know about this. Because I didn't know about it. He still, like, dresses like an army guy and, like, you know what I mean? He lives like, the gimmick. He still lives the gimmick and he goes to signings and does all that shit. And military people fucking love him. Yeah, and they must not remember this gimmick because it was really rough. I don't know how you get somebody who has lives that gimmick to sign on to this. Money. And coke. No, but money shouldn't shouldn't have bought him out of this like this is so rough that even he could have been like come on guys like for real like this is a career ruining persona or is it because did it really ruin his career did he have a lot of a career after this you said he's still active to this day and as a signing guy all of them still do signings tugboat did a signing an hour away a month ago yeah you're not wrong uh he's appeared in wwe and stuff since then I just, I don't know, man. I just, I feel like this is such a weird hill to die on. Like, let's go ahead and just make myself do the complete opposite of what I've always done. And it's just uncomfortable and gross, dude. Well, they've done that so many times with wrestlers where they take a gimmick, they take what they stood for, and completely flip the shit. What's worse than this, though? What in the history of the WWE could we say is more uncomfortable than this? Are we saying just WWE or are we saying in general? Well, in general, I guess. But most of the... The Hulk turn. I don't feel like that was uncomfortable, though. No, but it, that was the most one of the most controversial turns of all time. Because pe- people were literally throwing trash at Hulk Hogan. Well, he's, they were pissed off at him. But it's it, it, this is weird. To do a whole pay-per-view surrounded around the troops. And then have a whole fucking shoot where he goes out there and shits on the troops. I mean, that was a part of the gimmick. I, the gimmick didn't start just for this pay-per-view. He had been working it for a little bit at this point. It's weird, though, dude. And Well, WWE has always been a troops kind of company. I mean, they're bringing back tribute to the troops, I believe. And so, Well, I know that they're a, a, a very troop ally company. Like, I get that. But this is, again, if you don't want to be disrespectful, why do you go about it this way? Because it was easy heat. And they were like, oh, man, this is going to be such good shit. They're going to hate him. And that's the purpose. And then, you know, they can just feed him to the Hulk Hogan machine or the Ultimate Warrior machine because everyone wants to talk about the Hulk Hogan machine. But at the same time, they had the same thing going for Ultimate Warrior. You know, and we watched that one with Kurt Angle and the dog tag the other day, too. And it was another one of those, like, where the dude, who was he fighting? Ken Anderson. Kennedy. And Kennedy, like, spit on the dog tag and all that shit. It's it's I guess it isn't that much of a stretch for them to go through this. As a business in America, that's going to be the easiest way to get heat because everyone loves the troops, you know? Like that's what keeps us living our day-to-day lives. So for you to have them come in and insult them, it's not only going to piss everyone in the military off, but it's going to piss everyone who supports P- 
people in the military. And often. the entirety of America supported the troops at this point in time. They should still today, but they did even more back then. But at the end of the day, what's the whole point of being a heel? To have people hate you. And he did the job. It's but just... there's some things that are just like maybe too low. There's some fruits that are just too low to pick. Some low-hanging fruits don't taste good because they hang too low. Well, if you want a collection of them, go back and watch old wrestling, from especially WWE and a lot of WCW stuff. Find like sexist stuff. That's easy pickings. This shit right here is next level bad. Well, you had we talked about it on the episode on Friday. You had Ted DiBiase degrading people on live TV. But it's (laughs) not near as bad as this. This is. One of the most uncomfortable things I've ever seen in my I'm life. Not, I'm not trying to give you something worse. I'm it's ju- not wrestling that makes this uncomfortable. This is uncomfortable everywhere. This would be uncomfortable in any sitting. Well, and that's, I'm not saying I'm trying to give you something more uncomfortable. But I think what I'm trying to say is it's not an isolated incident. You go back and there's so many things that are just like, they did not age well at all. And you go, who said this was a good idea? But most of those things end up just staying in the confines of wrestling this is weird because it leaves the confines of wrestling like the other day we were talking about that vicky guerrero thing right after eddie died yeah and it's weird and it's uncomfortable and but it stays in the confines of wrestling you know what i mean like it's uncomfortable because a wrestler just died yeah you know what i mean this is uncomfortable for not just wrestling fans this is uncomfortable for the whole world (laughs) But the whole world isn't getting it. You're just get, it still stays in the confines of wrestling because it's only affecting wrestling fans and military wrestling fans. I don't think that you're not going to have some military guy. So this is what's going to happen back then in the military. A guy who likes wrestling goes to his non wrestling fan military friend and goes, "Hey, this guy's talking shit about our country." He goes, "Fuck him. If he says it to my face, I will kill him." But why are you watching that stupid wrestling shit? But I don't feel like back then wrestling was looked at with the same stigma that it is now. Then, I, I feel like everybody watched wrestling back then. It's the reason why it got passed off on TV because honestly, if it was getting more into the world and the military was, you know, starting war on WWE or WWF at the time, we wouldn't have it today. You know what I mean? So it was still in the grand scheme of things, staying in the confines of wrestling because there was enough people who realized it's fake. Do you have anything else, though? Or you want to kind of cut it? No. Because I feel like where we're at, the energy right now, we could probably go on for like another 30 minutes, and I can't do all that editing this week. Yeah, I feel you. That's pretty much it, then. Thanks for coming and hanging out with us for another episode of Why'd You Bring That Up? If you haven't already, go like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Jaded Rasslin. You can follow our personal Twitters at God Fieri and at Taylor Hassler one And make sure you tell your friends, your mom and Taylor, what do you want, them, what do you want them to tell? Tell their fish. Your fish. I'm pretty sure on Apple Music you can go rate and leave a review. So wait, wait, wait. Tell Ryan Cabrera. Don't be one of those weird. Uh, <laughs> shout outs to all the weird people on the internet who are literally. No, real talk though. Congrats to her. Yeah, no, congrats. But like, there are so many. We should have said that during the earlier when we were talking about current wrestling. Congrats to Alexa Bliss on her engagement. Real talk. I know uh, you're on Twitter all the time. You should see how weird people are being about it. Well, I'm not. I'm not one of those guys. I'm happy for her. I just hate his music. The thing is, like, at Publix, literally every day, I hear Ryan Cabrera's music. You know where you can find his music? At Publix? On Apple Music and or Apple Podcasts and Spotify, the same place you can find our podcasts. Do you know his songs? 
I'm trying to wrap it up, you bitch. Uh, keep an eye out for new mini episodes on Wednesdays and a new full episode where we watch Survivor Series 1990. Until next time, we'll see you on Friday, brother.